0: 34 of Super Nerd Pals, and I'm your host, Andy Karasquillo. Here next to me is Stan Guderski, Kawaii, and over the internet is Chris Sampson. Nandeska,
1: <laughs> what's up, Nani? <laughs> wa? <everybody? laughs>
0: I guess we turn anime.
1: The-
0: Des Japan,
1: <laughs> Tiger, perfect. Sagi <laughs> boom.
0: I like how we all have our distinct (laughs) one That we go to
2: Mine's always gonna be
0: perfect (laughs) And his is always Tiger I
1: love it yours
2: is always
0: Japan
2: (laughs) China Okay Let's just
0: (laughs) You Lose (laughs) What's up guys I'm doing
1: good How about you I'm I'm pretty good
2: I saw the Pope this
0: week you saw the Pope this week? Yeah, I saw what the Pope. What
1: the fuck? Nice. You know he was visiting New York this
2: weekend? How did I see the damn Pope? Fucking guy drove down the street. I was right there. Really? Yeah, he was uptown, like, on the Upper East Side. And, you know, I was walking walking around and I saw the uh, the barricade. So, like, a bunch of people waiting. I'm like, oh, shit, is the Pope coming out? I'm like, I might as well wait, I got a half hour to kill. I walked over to the barricade. I was, like, right there, right in the barricade. Nobody else waiting around. I'm like, "All right, I'll just wait." And I was expecting him to be in the um, you know, the PayPal wagon, the PayPal wagon. The PayPal wagon. Yeah, the mobile. But he wasn't in it. So I was like, keep seeing these cops drive by really quick, and I'm like looking for the mobile. but then I see this like this older handsome gentleman smiling on the in the passenger side of like a like a black jeep or whatever it is yeah i
0: heard he was in like a
2: jeep yeah it was like one of those big like secret service cars used like on the, in the passenger side and i just saw him like a split second he they were dri- they were driving down the street so fast because it was blocked off and i was like hey yo papa <laughs>
1: <laughs> did he then, did he give um, you like the sign of the cross like did he bless he, you he no? had his
2: he had his hand out the window at the passenger side window just chilling and i I tried to take out my phone But he was moving too fast He was like Mew You know just like psh, I didn't have any balls to throw at him To like slow him <laughs> down or anything He just like Sped off And I I just turn around And I see his hand he goes all the way down the block And he's wearing He just got this like He's like waving But it's like The way his hand is Is so like Heavenly And it's just like Just like Hello, and it's just his hand is just out and he had like the the biggest like ring on his finger and it was like so shiny and I just saw it like shine all the way down the block as he sped away. I was like, It's the Pope! Yo Papa (laughs) That's
1: great. Did you know there is a comic called Battle Pope? (laughs) Yes, I do. uh, Battle Pope? What the fuck? Have you heard of this? It's called Battle Pope. It's it's the Pope with like a sidekick sexy nun. Him taking down demons and heretics and infidels and it's really irreverent and over the top and amazing. So I
0: mean that's clearly historically accurate because the Pope does. Of course.
1: Right? I think
2: that I think that's an actual um comic biopic of Pope John Paul. Like that was his <laughs> life.
0: <laughs> I don't know, man. I know that like one wanna... uh one of the pastors, one of the local pastors that I know is like on TV with the Pope. Oh, yeah. And I was like, hey, this dude, I remember you. <laughs> so, I don't know. That's all I know.
1: The biggest thing that happened, well, I didn't get to see the Pope, but all of DC was panicking because the metro system really sucks here. So, everyone thought like it would be Armageddon. But my commute to work was the easiest ever because everyone took off work to work from home, so the trains were empty on Wednesday and Thursday when he was in town. So, and they moved
2: all the trash cans over here.
1: They removed they did, it, really? really? All the trash cans? I I don't know.
2: Maybe they were huh. like afraid that the Pope was gonna know that we're dirty or something, or <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna look into our trash or something. He's gonna be like. Nah, New York dirty. The Blasio was like, we can't have him see our poop, all the poop we keep in the thing. And it was just like, people, you know people did is they, they were walking their dog. You know, I walk Kiersey's dog and stuff. People just took their poop bags and they just left it on the corner. <laughs> just like, whatever. You don't you take away <laughs> you know, our trash cans. We're just going to put oh the shit God. everywhere. Wow.
0: Dude, New York. New York fucking violates <laughs> for no reason. What do you expect, though? It's like you you took
2: my trash can away, I used to throw my poop here. that's <laughs> now you' just going put that shit on the floor. That's all it's used for. It's not used for anything else. People just put their their poop in there, their dog poop, and maybe it's wrapped
0: in bags. It's sometimes. fine it's sterile it's
1: It's not hurting anyone.
0: Oh no man. I heard that they also like you know the street lights there are some that had like cracks in it, and they filled all the cracks of every single street light in New
2: York, just in case he'd step on it and like break his mom's back or.
0: Just in case, if a terrorist decided to put a bomb in there. In the crack? I was like,
1: you f- fucking serious? I you think fucking serious? Brother? I'm pretty sure that's the reason why they took away the trash cans. Um, that's probably why, yeah. but you know, I don't want to care. Because
0: apparently, there were already like threats of killing the Pope. Because I'm
2: sure the Pope's just going to be walking down the street or something, like, oh, I got to go to Chase Bank, and then the trash can's going to blow up.
0: I, uh, like, oh, oh, you don't take Debit Deli? Damn. You you don't you don't take Italian money. <laughs>
2: you don't take Italian money.
0: Damn.
2: He's like, guys, one minute I gotta go to the bodega. I gotta um, get an egg sandwich.
0: <laughs> we need we need a bacon egg and cheese. How many? How many? Four? Four? Okay. No,
2: Pope's gonna have someone else do his bitch work.
0: Just like, hey, you. Go get me a sandwich.
2: Yeah. Super Nerd Pals, your number one Pope podcast.
1: Indeed. Super PayPal pals. Super PayPal. That's the title now. <laughs> there you go. Super PayPal pals. PayPal pals. Right. Hey. How about news? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, like, There's no such thing. as Maybe news. we should do
2: that. Maybe we should actually start the show,
1: huh? We can stand yeah. here and say, "Let's ch- not t- Let's try to do a tight episode, and we're ready. Like eight. Oh, we're doing
2: a tight episode. We're going. We're going for. I'm cutting us off if we don't make it in time. Alright. I'm I'm the warden of time right now. You're time? I'm the warden of time.
1: <laughs> Mr. Warden, you want to start I off with the news? Lock. No? No.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay. He's, do right. I, I look, look like the warden of warden. the news? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's your is, job. All all your all all right. I'll volunteer tribute. Alright. I'll I'll You're always the, the volunteer
0: tribute. News. What are
1: you talking? Yeah. Alright, so during this week, the uh, the the first trailer for Marvel's Jessica Jones, the Netflix series, dropped. It wasn't really anything substantial, like in terms of plot. It was only like a a minute or a minute and a half uh, trailer, but it's pretty interesting. You have uh, what's her name? God, oh Kristen Kristen Ritter. Uh, some of you may know her from Breaking Bad. Uh, Twenty-seven dresses. Uh, Veronica Mars. Who did so,
2: she play on Breaking yeah.
1: Bad? She uh, she was the the junkie girlfriend. Oh of, oh of, um, right Jesse's yeah. What's her name? Uh, Kristen Ritter. But I forget her name in in the show. Hold on. Um, uh, I think it was oh, Jane. Guy. I, I want to say it's Jane. I'm not yeah, sure. that was it. Right. That was it. Yeah, it was
0: definitely Jane.
1: Yeah. So. Kristen Ritter, she's casted as Jessica Jones. Uh, and for those who, who are not familiar, uh, Jessica Jones is a former superhero. Uh, she, According to the comics continuity, she got affected by some type of chemical or gas, which gave her superhuman strength and uh, endurance. But anyway, uh, I'm, I, I digress. Does she have a healing factor? I don't... I'm not sure... Um I mean, I'm really everyone. not familiar yeah, I know, with Yeah no, I feel her.
0: like everyone's everyone's fucking everyone got a healing factor. Yeah. It's just Wolverine gets away with like, that. Healing factor, fucking Wolverine healing factor.
1: Deadpool Jessica
0: Jones Healing Factor. Yeah.
1: Deadpool. X twenty three. Yeah, Hulk. you know, everyone. So anyway, All so Jessica Jones, um she she's a former hero. But for some reason, she drops out of becoming a hero. And she also has post-traumatic stress disorder. And instead, she she has a background in private investigations and law enforcement and criminology. So she sets up her own private detective agency. And it primarily focuses on cases involving people with powers. So this is really interesting. And the main villain of the series is Kilgrave. I'm not sure I, I, I'm just reading it off of Wikipedia in what I heard from news he's also known as the Purple Man I'm really excited cause he's being played by David Tennant and David Tennant is like the is the man he's my favorite Doctor Who and just he's the 10th Doctor exactly he's the 10th he's Doctor Who the that's how that we do- call him by
2: the way yeah he's the ten- and he's also
1: uh, Barty Crouch Don't from uh, Harry Potter or Barty Crouch Jr. isn't
2: Jessica Jones is is alias, isn't it? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Thought so. Um yeah. You know, a TV show. And uh alias. this is really you never watched it.
0: I've never watched Alias.
2: It's
1: uh, yeah. you know. It's alias. The alias. That's it. That's all you need to know. <laughs> alias. You guys got Google, you can look it up. But yeah. Uh and Luke Cage is, is also gonna be in the alias. show. And this is also one of the four shows that will set up the eventual Defenders crossover series. So it's going to be Daredevil. Oh, I'm sorry? Alias. Yeah, Alias, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Or another thing that surprised me um, Carrie Ann Moss. So, uh, Trinity from The Matrix. Trinity. She's going to be in the show. show it. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to see. She's going to be an Alias? Yes, she's going to be an alias. Her character name is Harper and... Alias. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Harper alias. Harper alias. Uh, no question, and Harper is alias Neil, is... Is uh,
0: going to be in the show?
1: Keanu Reeves? Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Keanu Reeves has He's to be He's playing in. Papa alias. Papa, Papa alias. alias. Neo alias. John Wick Neil. alias. Oh, that's another piece of sad news. Keanu. She, sad Keanu. Sad conspiracy yeah. Keanu alias. Uh, so yeah, uh, the Ted trailer. Go and go and, out and watch it, and uh, stay tuned for the TV show, which will come out. Or was he Bill? I've never seen those movies. You never seen Bill and Ted? Yeah, this is
0: like every week where you mention oh, a movie. God. You had
1: never seen it. You Bill and Ted's on Netflix. You should have, You should watch it right now. We should stop oh, really? recording and watch it right now and do Bill a commentary such a track. Good,
2: both movies, excellent adventure and bogus journey. Mwah. You know, Bill and
1: Bill and Ted Three is is happening, right? You know, you guys know that, right? Apparently, yeah.
2: I didn't. Chris, is Keanu Reeves Bill or is he Ted?
1: I don't remember. He's. I think he's, he's Ted. Wow, this is. I think he's Bill. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I think I, I think he's Bill. Oh my God, this is this is freaking is me out. Is he Bill or is he Ted? I, we need to know. Uh, Wikipedia, Bill and Ted. Okay, come on, come on, come on.
2: I'm saying I'm I'm thinking he's Ted. You say he's Bill. We'll see who's right. Uh huh. Uh no
1: no no no. Ah, oh, yeah, Caterese is ah! Ted. He is Ted. There you go. You Knew win. It. Ted Alias, as we all know. Ted Alias. Anyway. And uh Jessica Jones is supposed to be released November 20th.
2: I'm just waiting for the Iron Fist series.
1: Hell yeah. When
0: does Iron Fist? That's probably not going to be for, like, next year.
2: I. In- Maybe next fall. I don't know. I'm just Iron Fist is one of my favorite heroes. I want to see some Iron. I'm Fist. kind
0: of excited for Daredevil too, though. Yeah, just John Berthold as Punisher. You know what the <laughs> fuck is wrong
2: with you, Stan? I don't have time.
0: How many hours you put in Metal Gear?
2: Seventy. <laughs> uh... <laughs> what? What is time?
0: <laughs> oh, man. God. Listen, man. you
2: start. You gotta like. You gotta get. You get you're gonna do a mission and you see the soldier and he's got like an A plus rating he's like oh I gotta walk and I gotta balloon him out Then you go and do that and he's like oh there's fire there's fuel resources over there I need that for my base you go over there next thing you know you're in another mission <laughs> the next thing you know it's like tomorrow and you haven't slept <laughs> is that what happened here? maybe I don't remember <laughs>
0: it's
1: all a blur <laughs> cause whoa
0: hey whoa hey
1: Stan, you've been uh, you've been puffing too many of those fan of cigars, man. Stop it. <laughs> this is a, this is not a podcast episode. This is an intervention. Stop, it, Stan. You're hurting <laughs> us. We, we...
0: Stan, you woe hate me three times this week.
2: <laughs> it's 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 getting bad. I'll, I'll admit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Stan, I know. Uh, Kirsten told me all about it. All you do is hang out in your carpet box, and you know. You play Metal Gear. Yeah, play hours. Metal Gear and light up these cigars, and it's. There's other like things I that can get her to stop.
2: Alright, next. <laughs> next. Moving on.
0: Blow off Stan's intervention. So, next bit of news they casted Jesus for uh, The Walking Dead. Hell yeah, I'm excited. Jesus is one of my favorite <laughs> Hell yeah! I'm excited. Jesus is one of my favorite characters of The Walking Dead. Well, I have a lot of favorite characters. I keep. I, I changed my favorite character after my favorite character gets killed off.
1: <laughs> you ought to know so their first memory. It was,
0: first it was Tyrese, and then Tyrese died and Abraham replaced All right, him. Can we then talk then about Abraham Tyrese? Died, he, then... he had
1: the worst death in the show. I mean, was, uh, Tyrese.
0: I don't even remember
1: how he died in the show. I, I just remember the aftermath where... No, maybe I think of T-Dog. I think I think, I think, I think of T-Dog. Yeah, you might be thinking. Yeah, where going. like you like. Do you know uh, do you know where Herschel dies? Where like the governor
0: cuts off his yeah. head? Yeah, yeah. That that's where Tyrese is, dies in the comics. Okay. Hey
2: guys, spoilers. Spoilers. I don't that, care. That all I'm... fucking happened like like ninety years ago. Whatever, man. I'm. I don't even read. I don't even follow the thing. So it doesn't even matter to me unless it's uh the uh, Telltale Games. I haven't played season two yet. You fucking, You fucking tell me about some daredevil shit. You didn't even play season two. <laughs> the hell is wrong with you? Everything apparently.
1: Everything. Anyway, Andy, yeah. So they, the fifth they casted
0: Jesus. Jesus looks amazing. Uh, he looks just like spot on to the comic books.
1: So I'm I'm nowhere near where just this Jesus character is in the comics. So like, can you give a brief synopsis of who he is and what's his so- relation to the other? teams or characters
0: so jesus is the guy the main guy of recruiting people for alexandria um there's three different uh communities there's alexandria there's the hilltop and there's the kingdom so where they're gonna show jesus is he's gonna be from like coming from the hilltop which is kind of accurate because he goes between the hilltop and alexandria a lot he's actually the the person that recruits Rick's group And what he does He gets Rick to handcuff him This is this is where I fell in love with this character He gets Rick to handcuff him And they almost get to Alexandria And shit goes down With like With like zombies and shit And Jesus is like magically out of the handcuffs And Rick is like How the fuck did you get out And he was like I ain't telling you <laughs> He was like, I could have got out this whole time, but I didn't. And I was like, yo, this motherfucker, he, he's fucking awesome. By the way, supreme spoiler, spoiler alert, Jesus is gay. Right That's on. That's a big spoiler. Right on. Because throughout the whole comic books, you just see Jesus as he is. And then like randomly, out of nowhere, like left field, he's kissing another dude. And I was like, wait a minute, what is this? Did I miss something? Did I miss a page?
2: He doesn't have to be flamboyantly gay to be gay. No, it's
0: not that. It just like fucking... It came out of left field it's completely. Normal.
2: It's a normal thing.
0: Not really. It was just like one panel. It, I swear to God, it was one panel. He was talking to Rick about something. Next panel. Middle of the sentence. He was just kissing another dude. Well, It would be weird if he like, was just
2: kissing a, a random woman also. I know, I'm just saying, it was,
0: like, random as fuck. I don't know why they put it in there. Like, they could have eased into it, like, or, like, talked about it in general. Like, I don't know, it just fucking hit me weird. And And it's the end
1: of the world. You gotta make out with someone. Come on. You gotta break, you gotta break in the middle of But you need to break
0: a sentence to, like...
2: It's the the end of the world. You gotta break in the middle of your sentence. He was talking about something that important, too.
0: He was like, yeah, they're saviors, they're a bunch of douche He's like, like,
2: oh, one second, and then...
0: Not even one second. He, <laughs> he just, didn't like, say, hold on? No. He just right. fucking, like, it cut to that scene. And I was like, did I miss a page? Did,
2: what? It's it's etiquette, you know. You gotta at least say, like, one second, please. You don't they just could cut have at in the middle of a They could have at least,
0: like, finished his sentence. They didn't even show the dude in the panel before. Like, the dude was, like, he just fucking phased into the panel. He was just not there and there.
2: He's like, sir, your kisses have arrived. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, like, I'll, I'll accept it right now
0: I mean even if it was a girl I would have been like the fuck so I don't know if this is gonna hit left field like like the comic books if they're gonna just like fucking mid sentence
2: I think in TV he'll at least be like one sec just like <laughs> turn
0: maybe comic books was just like the, the fuck <laughs> what just happened so tell me about the saviors what <laughs> they they're good they bad I don't know and then, other news, major spoiler alert, skip, skip past this, Carl's losing his eye.
1: Yeah. Fuck! Punished uh, Carl!
0: Woo! Punished
1: Carl. Punished Carl. Yo,
0: Punished Carl is the best Carl. I love Carl's character like a hundred times more after that. He gives no
1: fucks. So it- You're the best Carl. <laughs> I, sh- I am the best Carl. So, are you going to do both annoying. Punish Snake and Punish Carl for Comic-Con now? I mean, all you need is an eye patch. A cowboy hat? But yeah. I mean,
0: <laughs> Carl doesn't have the beard, the scruff going on.
1: Okay, well, you can do Snake first, and then, and then shave and then off, then shave? and then be Carl. I mean, I'm only going to
0: Comic-Con for one day.
2: Okay, you, you can change yeah, costumes in the middle Comic-Con? of the day.
0: No, I can't.
2: That sucks. I was going to at least come bother you.
0: I wish. But she should, who shall not be named, is on vacation. But
2: yeah, you got news, then? Yeah. So were you guys uh, <laughs> finally over the terrible news that Silent Hills got canceled? No, we'll never be over yeah. it. Ever. You'll never be over it, Chris? Were, no. were I was you over it. over
0: it? I was over it slightly with I, uh, MGS.
2: <laughs> I was kind of like over it. Like it sucks, but I was kind of moving past it finally. And then Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro tweeted this morning that... Apparently, Junji Ito was supposed to collaborate with him and Kojima on Silent Hills. Um, if you don't know who that guy is, he he's basically the master of horror in Japan. He makes these really scary, creepy, fucked up manga, which is these weird like monsters and like body horror stuff with like eyeballs popping out and like twisted bodies and shit. And like, how insane would that have been if? It just uh, I'm just so upset because the more I hear about it, the more it seems like Silent Hills is supposed to be like the best horror game, like period.
0: So we're talking about the collaboration of like three amazing ass people.
1: Yeah,
2: four. You got Kojima, you got Del Toro, you got Junji Ito, Norman and you Reedus. Norman Reedus.
0: Yeah, I wasn't
2: gonna the count four of horsemen of, Reedus, of, the, of Silent Hills. Always Hill. count Norman Reedus.
0: Hey, he was only a voice actor, but. Did, You're right.
1: Wait, wait did Norman Reedus was supposed to do like mo as well or is it just voice acting? He was in the he was the main character. He's Oh, so yeah. They
2: completely scanned him in for the end scene of uh, PT. You know what? Fucking someone better pick this shit up like now. I mean, I kind of understand Konami canceling it because that would have been a lot of money because you got to think of how much money it costs to get All right, but you also have to think about how much fucking money this game would have made. But you, then you know like how long Kojima took with Metal Gear Solid 5 and how much money he spent. I'm Granted, f- Metal Gear Solid 5 is like the best fucking Metal Gear game and probably somewhere in my top 10 of all time video game wise, but still costs a lot of money.
0: I mean, Kojima Kojima, I know Kojima worked a lot, but Kojima was paid salary. So which means any extra
2: shit he added to that game, he didn't get paid for. He got Kiefer Sutherland for it too. Silent Hills would have probably been... It would have probably taken five years to come out, but it probably would have been like a hundred hours long. You know, you'd have like Norman Reedus in a helicopter and you get to choose where you want to drop in on Silent Hill <laughs> to do I'm missions. I'm telling you right now. If- It'll be like Norman Reedus' face with Kiefer Sutherland's voice coming out of it. It would just uh, been insane. If
0: Silent Hills was... Anywhere as big as um as Metal Gear? I don't know why I almost said Final Fantasy. (laughs) If it was if it was almost as big as Metal Gear, then I fucking I already have 30 hours in Metal Gear, and I'm only 30 percent through the game.
2: Have a zombie dog follow you around. ZD. Yeah. yeah, ZD. ZD, Silent Hills. (laughs) Seahorse. Maria just be like rocket punch. (laughs)
0: Still still got, uh, what, else? what other things can you get as your companion in that game?
1: Um, D-Walker.
0: Oh, yeah, Z-Walker.
1: Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait where's my as Soviet attack robot. bear? Can do? You, can, can you have a bear as your companion? I haven't gotten <laughs> that far in the game yet. Yeah. I need to know if I can have a Soviet attack bear.
2: So, so here's the problem with, with it, is that you can get, you can parachute, you can fulton out any animals you want, but they all go to their own dedicated, like, zoo strut. It's like the zoo platform, and you put all the animals and, and whatever else you capture in there. You can't have them running around. You can't have them on your Ford operating base. You can't have them attack people who try to invade your base. That you is stupid. Kune, I think.
1: That is stupid. You, they need to put cybernetic implants into
2: <laughs> every single animal. Give you them Raiden raid, raid armor. Just augment all the animals. You can give D-Dog back his eye if you want. There's that. You can give him... How the fuck... So once you get full bond with D-Dog, you can, like, customize him a little bit. You could change his fur pattern and stuff. And you can go, make him go from eye patch to, like, the one scarred eye. Or you can just make him perfectly uh,
1: healthy. Is there, a, is there a laser matter. cybernetic robot eye option?
2: No, stop <laughs> trying to augment these animals. <laughs> they don't want to be augmented, alright?
1: I mean, D-Dog,
0: D-Daw, technically D-Dog is already augmented.
2: That's true. You can get a cool-ass sneaking suit for D-Dog, though.
0: Really? Yeah. Man, I just want to go home and play
1: Metal Gear. Me too, <laughs> me too. Well,
2: we got to be, be here and do this, so...
1: After. Well, I mean, speaking of Silent Hills and P.T., um, one of the pseudo related news to come out this week, um, Allison Road, this new psychological horror game where everyone in the video game press industry is comparing yes, it yeah. to... Or, they're describing it as a spiritual successor to PT and Silent Hills. The Kickstarter just launched uh, like a couple of days ago, and it looks really awesome. They ha- they have a a fifteen minute prototype gameplay demo video. It looks creepy as hell. It all takes place in a house in the UK, and it's just really creepy, unsettling atmospheric horror, and um, like you just you, like. You're a father, or you're a, a man that wakes up in his house. You don't remember what happened, and you don't know what happened to your family. And then you're trying to discover what's going on, but then all these really creepy and weird and grotesque phenomena start happening. Like all the walls are bleeding blood, and you just hear random bleeding voices. Blood.
0: What is this fucking Amityville horror?
1: Yeah, I guess so. Bleeding. What? Yeah, you're like, yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, just really, to watch the yeah. video;
1: it's really good. And um, their goal is two hundred fifty thousand dollars. I think uh, there are twenty three days left in the campaign, and I think they're up to one hundred thirty eight k. So, if you really, if you want to see some PT, Silent Hills, amazing Unreal Engine four horror action, check it out. Pay it forward. I still
2: want Norman Reedus with Keith or Sutherland's voice har- helicoptering into Silent Hill and... With Z-Dog. Parachuting, fultoning out uh, zombies.
0: What? <laughs> Imagine. Different, different types of zombies. What do you think a Phantom Cigar in like, that kind of world would do to you? You'd probably die before you finish smoking it.
2: You'd have to go somewhere real safe. Mm-hmm.
0: You will. Ha! <laughs> <laughs>
1: You just got to lock yourself in the room, you know, and make sure no one gets in, and just puff away. Just puff Seriously.
2: Away. Just puff your life away.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's what Snake does.
1: Snake.
0: He said, what is Puff Puff Pass? <laughs> anyway, right, you guys want to news? move on to the
1: comics? I didn't grab any pulls from this last week. I don't know. Just, the comics on the rack just didn't really interest me, but um, I read this manga where that I'm really, really excited I picked up. It's called One Uh, Pen. Wow! It's called One Punch Man. Um, Who does this manga, Chris? What? Who does who who draws One? (laughs) So it's called One Punch Man, (laughs) and it's written by. Ignore me. Like it's, I guess I guess this is pen name. Uh, it's it's just it's just called One. That's it. Um, (laughs) and the art. The art's by Yosuke Murata, and it's, by,
0: it's also by one.
1: Yes. <laughs> um, so this this manga is like one of the greatest things I've ever read in lo- in a long while. Uh, it it originally started off as a webcomic in Japan in two thousand nine, and it it got incredibly popular and viral. So sometime earlier, it's a part of
0: Shonen now, right? I think Shonen picked it up. Yeah,
1: yeah. So sometime this year or last year, they're doing a like a re-released version of it. So they re- they're redrawing the entire, we're remaking the entire m- manga with the art by uh, Yosuke, and it looks so good, It looks so beautiful, and it's really over the top and it's really funny. So One Punch Man, it's a superhero Shonen comic. It takes place in, I guess, like an alternate or a future Japan. Uh, specifically a sub-city called City Z. And it's like city. The living in City Z is like living in Angel Grove and Power Rangers. Like every single day, there's like a new random monster that trolls the city and destroys it. And like the, the, mo- the monster concepts are really out there, and they're really tongue-in-cheek. So you have people like Vaccine Man and piggy bank man, and mosquito girl, armored mole people. So in this city, you have the main character. His name is uh, Saitama, and he's this typical Japanese salaryman who one day gets fed up and bored with his life. So he decides to, just for fun, to fight evil and to bring justice to the world. So he trains in this secret, I guess, like martial art or some sort of mind-body-soul system, and he becomes a superhero, where he's insanely strong, he, and he takes out monsters in one punch, and, he, and, he, and like, he literally just punches, like, swats them, and her face explodes, like, like Fist of the North Star style, it's so awesome, <laughs> <laughs> so he's gotten to the point where this guy, he's so powerful, and he takes out monsters so easily, he gets really bored, and he doesn't. He feels empty in his life because he's so powerful, and there's nothing in the world that can challenge him. But later, this attracts the attention of the secret society called the House of Evolution, which wants to harvest his organs and his tissue for their evil ends. And also, in the meanwhile, he gains a disciple named Negos. Negos, uh, and he's this cyborg vigilante who also wants to fight evil and bring justice to the world and it's really it's really charming and tongue-in-cheek and really funny and ultra violent so I highly recommend it um so the first volume is out and I'm pretty sure the second volume just came out so definitely check it out cool
0: sounds dope I've been meaning to read it but I don't know I haven't gotten around to it
1: that's fine oh also exciting news starting next month uh, an anime adaptation is gonna come out Looking forward oh, to that. Oh, that's
0: awesome. Yeah? Yeah, definitely. I'm definitely watching that. So, you Stan, do you have say? a comic?
2: Yeah. Uh, this week I picked up Batgirl 44. Uh, it's a continuation of 43, which has Batgirl fighting tigers and trying to take down this uh, super villain called Velvet Tiger, who is using the tigers to murder people. Um, it's alright. It's an alright story, um... There's not enough tiger fighting. As opposed to the last issue, which was all tigers. Um... I'm kind of disappointed that the tigers are being led by this villain called Velvet Tiger because I was kind of hoping that the tigers were just sentient and just murdering people. (laughs) Like, Planet of the Tigers kind of thing. Like, they've come alive. Or like some, like, just evil tigers or something. Um... I think she's she's alluded to in the in the previous issue, but it just I just never clicked with this character, this villain. She just, you know, I I don't even really know what why the hell she's doing what she's doing. She just wants to like kill people or something. I don't know. Maybe I'm not following it close enough. Maybe maybe I'm missing something. But it just something is it
0: is it continuing with her in next month's issue? No,
2: she she gets taken care of at the end of this issue. Oh. Um, so? That sucks. So I feel like she may come back But I just don't care about her enough as a villain When it was just tigers and I didn't know what the hell was going on I was so into the book Because I was like holy shit there's tigers killing people I
0: mean and also Barbara suplexes a tiger so. Barbara
2: suplexes a tiger Barbara also suplexes a tiger in this one I believe um, She picks up a tiger With a the, with the staff And throws a tiger into another tiger And knocks them both out What the fuck <laughs> She like pole vaults a tiger into a tiger and turns the stick into, like, a tranquilizer dart firing thing. Like that, a blow dart. Blow dart, yeah. Knocks at the tigers. Takes them out. Jesus Christ. She, I Barbara's don't know what's up OP. with Barbara, but she, Barbara is, like... She's, like, Craven the Hunter. She knows exactly how to take <laughs> out tigers. It's just, like, she is, like, the tiger whisperer. Like, I've never seen someone handle tigers so... Maybe that's
0: why Bruce really recruited her. He was, like, man... I have nothing against tigers. But just in case,
2: I <laughs> need Barbara, a specialist. That Barbara <laughs> girl looks like a tiger specialist. Barbara's a specialist in tiger hunting.
1: Like, i never seen someone take out tigers so easily. I just want Which Barbara is... to pull a He-Man and just ride a giant tiger that's armored and, you know, just into battle. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Awesome.
0: Barbara's just gonna one day raise her bow staff, I have the power! And then turn into She-Ra. <laughs>
2: um they also Wayne tease Castle a, yeah they also tease a romance between her and luke fox in this issue by tease it i mean literally there's one page where luke fox is like hey you want to go out and she's like all right and they kiss <laughs> <laughs> it literally happens in the span of one page i was like oh okay that reminds all me of right. walking dead huh <laughs>
0: No, I was gonna say at least at least they built up to it with like
2: three it's panels. A, yeah, it's it's literally three panels. They're they're chatting and and it's like Luke Fox just gives her like this like this look, like this flirty look with his like eyebrows in the air, like a comic character like a cartoon character, and he's like, How about Barbara? Maybe she'd like a partner. And then and then Barbara's like, Oh, Luke Fox, are you applying? And he's like, You bet I am. And then they kiss. (laughs) Just like, (laughs) Okay, I guess they're together now? I guess that's how you get like a boyfriend in this. It's weird because the cover issue is like them together, so. Well, yeah, because it it shows on the cover and it's like, Okay, I know this is happening. And it shows Luke Fox and. But to only be like three panels? Yeah, I know, exactly. They show Luke Fox and Barbara embracing each other right on the cover. And look how romantic this shot looks. Look how fucking romantic this looks between Luke Fox and Barbara. Chris, can you see this shit? Look at this shit. Look how romantic that is. That is is the most romantic fucking picture I've ever fucking seen in my life. And then they have Velvet Tiger in the background like, I'm going to get you, my pretties. But the whole book is about her. And then you only get a fucking page of Luke Fox. I want a whole book of them getting hooking up They are such teases. I want a whole book of these two hooking up. I don't want some, like, thrown... I didn't believe it. Once I got to the page, I was like, I don't believe this. It just... It doesn't happen like that.
0: It's so weird, because on the book, it even says, sparks are flying. But But the the tiger tiger is is hunting. hunting.
2: First of all, it's not an actual tiger. It's Velvet Tiger. I wish it was a real tiger. Tiger. (laughs) Tiger. Like, Barbara and Luke Fox are about to get together, but there's, like, a fucking evil tiger in the background. Like, I'm gonna eat them. (laughs) Like, I wish that was the plot of this book, you know? Um... And the um, I think yeah, Babs Tar does the cover for Batgirl, and she does a really good job of conveying like this romantic situation. And I believe it from the cover. But then the inside art is done by a different artist called Bengal. Just one name, no, Bangle? just Bengal. Bengal. It so, kind of sounds tiger? like one. Yeah, right. That's what? weird, right? That's Bangle, so meta. Did, uh, yeah, it's strange. So. I didn't even realize it was a different artist until a couple pages in. I was like, wait, this looks a little off. The art's okay, it's serviceable, but it's not to the same quality that Babs Tarr does the art for Batgirl. And so that might be another reason why I'm not really buying the Luke Fox Barbara romance. Because I bought it from the cover. It looks, I can see it, right? I can see it in the cover, but then you go inside the book and I don't really buy it. So, overall, I wanted less Velvet Tiger, and I wanted more of what the cover is advertising, you know?
0: I mean, maybe, I think they tried to do two things too fast. Yeah. Because Velvet Tiger, from what you're explaining, they gave no backstory, nothing.
2: I'm probably missing it, because I wanted to get to the Tigers and Luke Fox, so I probably just kind of didn't, like get what the hell her problem is I didn't really care about her as a villain is the issue I cared about the Tigers and I cared about (laughs) Luke Fox and tragically there's not enough of them in this issue like I want to believe that Luke Fox and Barbara could be a thing because it's it's kind of interesting you know Luke Fox used to be Batwing he's not Batwing anymore he's still the son of Lucius Fox who like is in charge of Wayne Enterprises and Barbara and I've never seen these two paired together like this so it's kind of interesting I just I want to believe it and this issue doesn't really do anything to believe it it's literally like hey you want to go out alright let's kiss now I guess that's what it was Stan uh,
1: how did the issue end are they setting up for more um, Barbara Luke romance Um, stuff
2: It's kind of like the second to last page has them kissing. And then the last page is kind of setting up one of of the other um, supporting characters from Barbara becoming probably her own hero. And I think that's what we're going to do. They're trying to build up her supporting cast. Okay. But the problem is is I don't really care about them too much. I care more about Barbara directly. So anytime it's not Barbara or Tigers, I'm kind of zoning out. so that could be just that could be my issue, but um, yeah, I I want Babs to be back on the art, the internal art, you know, because she does she's a really good artist. She's one of my favorite artists, I think. So maybe
0: she'll but, be back next month.
2: Yeah, I th- I think she might have just taken a break, you know. Um, last issue was really strong. This one not so much, but maybe forty five. They'll start a new storyline, and we'll see. Do
0: you think the art would have changed your mind about?
2: The art might have... I, I still think it's way too brief. I still think there was too much Velvet Tiger and not enough of this subplot romance that they advertise on the cover. But I might have believed it more because I... Just the way it looks on the cover, I'd believe it. But then I got inside the issue and I just...
0: Yeah, didn't. it looked really bad.
2: Yeah, it just... It's kind of just thrown in there. It feels like it just tossed in there. I want... Even, like, even the picture of Barbara, like... Yeah, I don't think Barbara... I, I don't buy it. I don't buy Barbara being so, like, coy like that. You know what I mean? Like, she's a. L- I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't... Yeah, I'm giving a meh. I mean, I don't,
0: meh. I don't follow Batgirl, but... I follow
2: Nightwing enough to know. I really... I really like Batgirl as a series. But like, there's a, there's the occasional issue that's a little, like... Eh. This is one of those eh issues, you know?
1: Andy, so, speaking of Nightwing, five, isn't... It isn't Dick Grayson returning to Gotham City in comics now? That's, yeah. Yeah. So that there's, isn't that like a it's setting up Robin War, right? Like that a crossover event.
0: I, I don't know. Okay. He's I haven't, I haven't read Grayson yet. I he's haven't
2: like, read.
1: He's gonna read it for next week, but okay. um,
2: it would be interesting if if they introduced Dick to Batgirl too in in the actual comic, because then they'll have that tension between Dick, Luke, well, and Barbara. Which see would be cool. the whole
0: the whole thing is uh, in the last issue, Dick Grayson kind of. Brought up Barbara as one of his main reasons to returning to Gotham.
2: So if they bring that into forty five, that would be really interesting. I would I would love to see that.
0: I want to see like how this month's issue of Grayson goes before I can give any like
2: thought or whatever. So my closing comments on Batgirl is that um, I liked seeing Batgirl fighting tigers, but there wasn't enough of that, and I would have liked to see more. Development on the Luke Fox romance that they're building up, but hopefully next issue like solves that. I don't know if there's gonna be any more tigers for a while, but hopefully there's more Luke Fox. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> so there.
1: All right, cool, cool. Yeah. So, so no, what? Game like, Metal Gear? what do we do now? Uh, <laughs> no, we want to talk about Metal, Metal Gear. Gear. Or we've been trying to talk about Metal it's... Gear for like the last three weeks or something like that. Well, I did not know. We will talk about Metal about Gear about Mad Max.
2: until we're done talking about Metal Gear, all right? Well, Stan, you Max?
1: you beat you beat the like the the main story like, last week. Yeah, or? but
2: I still have the true ending to get. Oh, Okay. There's still that.
0: There's like fucking 30 endings to this goddamn thing.
2: Being game. the main story doesn't mean shit cuz there's still like another 60 hours of gameplay that I need to get through before I can like give my final verdict, which is what's, probably going to be really good.
0: What what's the requirement for the true ending?
2: There's once you beat the initial skull face portion of the game, there's an additional 20 or so main missions to go through, but a lot of those are retreads of the first 20 missions just like extreme mode version or perfect stealth if you get seen it's game over there's some subsistence uh, missions which is like you drop into the mission with no equipment and you have to find all your equipment during the mission what so a lot of, a lot of those are like that but then there's there are ones in between that's actually more story after the skull face story that sort of ties into the rest of the metal gear universe so there's i'm i'm 30 missions in like i think 32 is where the skull face arc ends and then you get the post story of like what happens next and the build up towards the rest of the universe essentially so you get like a story mission and then you get like two or three retreads that are like hard mode versions or whatever and then you get another story mission and then you get blah 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 and then you have some side ops that are like those yellow mandatory side ops that also give you story like um I don't want to spoil too much, so if you haven't gotten to this point, you might want to skip ahead a few seconds. But there's basically a mission where you go and you track down the man on fire, and you got to, like, Fulton him out and shit like that. So there's these side-offs that are actually really important, too. So
0: you can recruit him?
2: I'm not going to spoil it for you, oh. but just know that there's, like, stuff like that, too. So there's, um... I beat the game, and then I was like, okay, this is... I'm actually satisfied with how this arc turned out, because there was a lot of, um... There was a lot of people who were saying that there's, like, sparse story and whatever. But I felt satisfied with the Skull Face arc and how it ended. And then I was like, okay, that was a cool ending. You know, like, shit happens. And then and then when the credits are finished rolling, it's like, chapter two. And it's, it showed the craziest fucking scenes that I've ever seen. It's just, like, crazy. Like, there's scenes of, like, Big Boss holding quiet and she looks, like, burnt. And there's, like, this, all like, crazy, like... Miller and Ocelot are saying, like, talking in, like, this room about, like, torturing somebody, and then Ocelot's like, maybe I'm a spy, maybe you're a spy, maybe we're all spies. I'm like, oh shit, what's happening? And then it's like, chapters two starts now, and I'm like, holy shit, it's just begun. (laughs) They, like, save the craziest shit for after the story. And that's how you do it.
0: It's, it's Kojima knows how to write a fucking game I was telling Chris this when, it, it was I the most it,
1: priceless it, amazing reaction just listening and, and reading Stan's messages it I was just comparing it like it's like it's, a, it's as if like you, you beat P- Persona 5 and then after the credits Persona 6 like rolls onto the screen it's like Whoa! yeah it's like
2: it's like you go to movie theaters and see Star Wars Episode 7 And as soon as the credits end it's like Here's a trailer for Episode 8 By the way, Episode 8 starts right now <laughs> And then the fucking Episode 8 starts And it's like holy shit Like this is stuff that you would see in, in like An expansion pack or a sequel And they're getting into it I don't know if it's gonna be as much Cause you know, a lot of it is retread missions But I feel like there's, there's more cassettes there's more missions, there's more cutscenes I, as soon as I beat the game I just like, I went back to Mother Base or whatever you get like, ten extra the cutscenes, all of a sudden it's like, holy shit, they're not even, they're hitting the ground running with more story so I'm, I'm really interested to see how this second it's, it's almost like anime, you know, you finish like one saga and then all of a sudden here comes the next one immediately, and it's like I'm, now I'm I want to see this ending, cause I don't know where this ending is going You know, it's not like an Arkham Knight thing where it's like, Batman beat Scarecrow, but he has to finish these other guys, and it's kind of like, okay, I know where this is going. I know he needs to put these other villains away, and then he's gonna get this, like, retirement ending or whatever. I have no idea where the fuck this ending's going. Because it's just like, they got rid of the main villain, so it's like, what's left? And I don't want to keep bringing it back to Dark Knight, but it's like, you know, you live long enough... Be the villain, kind of thing. It's like you—you you either die the hero or you live long enough to be the villain. It's like, well, we killed the villain, so I guess now the only villains left is us. Gas. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's the sense that I'm getting. It's like now we're the villains, and it makes sense because I don't know if you know about the rest of the series, but you're sort of training the next generation of villains in the Metal Gear series because Revolver Ocelot becomes one of the main villains. You know, and I I don't want to spoil spoil too much, but there, you get some other people on your base who become major villains later on in in Solid Snake's era of the Metal Gear games. So it's like I, I heard a criticism about Metal Gear Solid Five is that there's no compelling villains. And I think that's because you're the compelling villains. You just don't know it yet. You're taking like this breaking bad kind of like descent. So it's like you, you did something heroic. Right, you save the world. Spoiler, I guess you kind of figure that you have to do that, right? And then after that, it's like, now it's like they don't have anything else to go up against. So now it's like they're getting too much power, maybe, and they're getting. Cr- I don't know. I don't know where it's going because I just started, but it's it's fucking crazy. So, you also balloon guys out. I don't know if you heard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> do you have the Fulton Warpole?
2: Not yet. I still. I have so many things to develop. I just there's so much shit left. I've never I've played almost seventy hours of this game and I still want to go back in and I still want to play more and do all this shit and I've never felt like that towards a video game. Like even Persona Four, once I was hitting hour seventy, I was like checking my watch. I was like, all right, let's what about wrap Fallout? it up. What? What about Fallout? Fallout? It was like I guess the closest would would be Fallout Three. So I'm really interested to see like towards the end of the year once Fallout Four comes out, which one I'm going to like better but right now metal gear is like like i said earlier it's it's got to be in, in my it's definitely my favorite metal gear game and i think it's somewhere in my top 10 of like games all time and that's crazy i didn't think i liked this game as much as i did and am liking
0: i mean that's a great experience for a video game i fucking i hate when things are like too overhyped and then they like let you down
2: Oh, this is definitely <clears> Batman:
0: Arkham Origins. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Never speak of its name. Never speak of its name. Never. The game was garbage. Yeah.
2: Well, because it's I not just, rock
1: steady, you know. I just love Metal Gear. I know.
2: Man. I'm just like shaking my head, like wistfully, remembering my time with Metal Gear Solid Five. <laughs> I'm like, oh. oh man, I can't wait to go back.
0: Arkham Origins is like if Kojima didn't do a Metal Gear game.
2: So like portable ops?
0: Sure. Like <laughs> ops a real is good though. Like a real metal
2: gear game. Okay, so yeah. I get what you're saying. Gosh. So
1: remember that mission I can I kept telling you guys I was stuck on it? I finally beat it. I beat it today. It was just, so Which one was
2: that? Was that the bees one?
1: Yeah, it was it was mission it was number mission number six. You had to retrieve How the honeybee like that special rocket launcher weapon. I had so much trouble with it, and was giving you issues. Oh, because I was really trying to like not be really bad at stealth. Because ninety nine percent of the time, I tried to be super stealthy, and then I get accidentally spotted, and then I'd have to shoot up everyone. And I wanted. Dude, do you
0: know how? Do you know how I got that? It was like that was one of the best missions ever. I fucking ran into that cavern. I just ran in. And I went straight to my destination. I saw the the honeybee there. I just picked that shit up. And then I was walking around a little. The fucking... The gas comes in and it was like...
2: The skull unit? Yeah. Yes, and it years. was like...
0: It was like, take out the enemy. And I was like, fuck this! And I booked. <laughs> and then uh, I was riding a horse. And some random fucking soldier spotted me on my way to the... Uh, on my way to the helicopter. And without thinking that this was hooked as my primary weapon now, I went into that slow mo mode and I like fucking aimed the rocket launcher at him and I shot it. <laughs> Murdered him, almost killed myself, got to the helicopter, mission ended. Nice. So, that was like the greatest mission ever.
1: So on, on my first one, um, I was super stealthy, I was really proud of myself. I, I extracted the specialist. And on my objectives marker, it said I, I got the specialist and I got the honeybee, but when I came out, now that I've beaten the mission, in retrospect, when I ran back out of the cave, the mist skullface intro, uh, cutscene didn't it didn't happen, so I just extracted myself out and. I was expecting to get like oh mission complete but I was like crap no So I had to do the entire mission all over again. And mm. at this point it's was like you know what? Screw it, I just I just went full Rambo, killed everyone. <laughs> and then and then the skull face intro happened. I was like, What is going on? Oh no And then I and then I, I used my honeybee on all the all the skull units and it was so it was so beautiful. So So I beat that mission and I, I just finished mission number seven. So I'm feeling proud of myself. Um, so <laughs> So I I'm like D-Dog 5% D-Dog into the game. <laughs> so But did you yeah. get the dog yet though? Yeah, I got the dog. Um there's still uh is he all Osla grown is up, still though? training it. I I can't oh, take it, it on missions yet. I
0: didn't want to do mission 10 without D-Dog, so instead of doing mission 10, I just did a bunch of fucking side missions until D-Dog was ready.
2: D-Dog's really useful.
0: Dude, like half of the shit D-Dog does, I was like how the fuck did I do missions without you?
2: I know like the first part of the game where you don't have any buddies <sighs> is like so difficult, and then you have you have like d dog and you have quiet later on, and it's just
0: oh no, I was doing a mission where I had to extract a guy actually, it was uh what is what is that dude called the legendary gunsmith? Oh, yeah, the first mission. I thought he was like a hostage, so I was like, all right, so I went in fucking guns blazing with quiet. Just had Quiet killing off people while I was murdering people. And then I realized I killed the specialist. So I was like, <laughs> motherfucker. So I left. I came back. I was like, yo, fuck you, Quiet. I put D-Dog. <laughs> D-Dog like sniffed him out in a second. And I was like, alright, well, I can murder everyone else. And then just put this dude to sleep. Do you like D-Dog more or do you like Quiet more? I love D-Dog a lot more. Well, you have been- I would like Quiet more if I had the train gun.
2: Well, you have to bring her on missions so you... Or at least side ops, so you get that bond up. I know I
0: started doing side ops with her.
2: I she was good, but I didn't take her on any main missions until I got the the trank sniper. And then now she's got the you know the, the silence silent trank trank one. And yeah. she's the problem with quiet is that she's really good at covering if you need her to, and she can sc- scout out a base really easily if you command her to. But D Dog is really good at marking. He will mark fucking everything. And Quiet only really marks what she can see. So if she's in the base, she's really only marking the soldiers in that base. Meanwhile, D-Dog will tell you fucking everybody in the base. He'll tell you about the plants fucking around you. He'll tell you about the animals over there. He'll be like... He also tells you about the weapons, like the, the mortars... And yeah, it's like, D-Dog's like, yo, there's a fucking... There's a anti-air gun over there, Snake. <laughs> there's,
0: like, there's that nice call over there. There's a nice jeep. look like the Mobile.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Bro, D-Dog is too fucking useful in that game. I really I like using them both. It just... It depends on the mission. Um, quiet's more useful if you want to infiltrate a specific base... D-Dog's more useful I feel like if you're exploring.
0: The only thing is right now I don't have D-Dog's stun uniform yet. So I can't have him like take out enemies and then just extract them. And I'm not using the knife on D-Dog.
2: Yeah. I didn't I never used the knife on D-Dog. So, uh, I don't want to corrupt him. I don't want to <laughs> I don't wait, want to wait, teach him the You know what's
0: funny speaking of corrupting. Um every time I interrogate a person, I always kill him. And they play that, like, music, like you're being corrupted. (laughs) I always feel like I always feel so fucking uh, evil. Oh, I always do. They're a liability. I never do. Unless if they're... (laughs) They're a liability. (laughs) Unless if they're an A-plus rank.
2: Yeah, I don't... I don't really... If I'm doing a main mission, I try to, to not kill anybody. I'm a little more lenient in side ops, because I don't really care for side ops, because they don't rank you. Well, because
0: you're trying to get the S-Ranks.
2: Yeah, you can... You, I've actually S-Ranked a bunch of missions where I just said fuck it and started murdering everyone. Like, it's happened. It, they count... They, they're more um, focused on you sort of finishing being the stealthy. mission. Yeah, kind of being stealthy, also kind of um, not dying and finishing quickly. So if you can like run in, just destroy everybody and finish the mission, you'll probably get an S rank. So, something to keep in mind. Do you have Metal any gear? other games to talk about, Chris? Because I think we're yeah, we're a little bit over time. Um, no, we got we got about ten minutes or so. Okay,
1: I I haven't had a chance to pick it up yet, but Soma came out on Tuesday, and I need to play that game so badly. Um, I the reviews. Uh, coming out are really really good uh, a lot of people are saying that it's in terms of jump scares there's not as many as in amnesia but overall there's like a pervasive unsettling atmosphere that's just far more creepy and um and the topics that they deal with in the game so like like transhumanism like the stuff that we've seen in the trailer so far that not only scratches at the surface so there's so there's a um, lot more, Chris, yeah.
2: I haven't seen any trailers, or I don't know
1: anything about Soma. Can you give me a quick summary about what what the game is about? Maybe the story. Yeah. So um, Soma um, was in production for like five years, or four years. It mixes uh, the core gameplay or the core concept of amnesia, where it's a survival first-person horror. You wake up, you don't really have any memory of, of what's going on or who you are and you're in this foreign place that you have to discover. So Amnesia was this Victorian Gothic setting. This one is a futuristic dystopian sci-fi setting. Um, So there's hints of Bioshock where you wake up in the middle of this underwater facility where it's really decrepit. You don't, There's like signs of decay. All the machines, all the there's like there's like no signs of life, except for these these things, these robots, these AI. They populate the the entire station, and you have to guide through it. Uh, You're being helped by a mysterious stranger over a radio, and you have to make these really tough morality decisions. And you have to you you have to you have to really think about the implications or the consequences of your actions, because a lot of these monsters and AIs, or uh, creatures, um, they appear as machines, but they all think they're human, and they, they're, they like, there's this one scene where this robot is, like, on the ground, and there's this giant, like, pillar that's crushed the lower half of its body and stuck, and the robot is pleading with the main character. It's like, hey, hey, can you help me? Like, like, like I need help! Come on! Like I'm bleeding out, and and you're like, what the fuck? Like, like what? It's like you're 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 a robot, and and the robots, the it responds. Do you see my hands? And his hands are like ro- like lobster arms, but he claps them together. Look, I have real hands. Help me out here. I'm human. Jeez. <laughs> oh, and and it's and then like some parts of the gameplay, it requires you to like rip out the wiring of the robots to like power a door to. Or reactivate a room, so like the robots are like, "No, don't kill me, don't kill me!" and like, and then they they, they die, and you're like, "Did I just kill a robot or an actual human?" and I'm human, I don't. It's just oh, it's so, it's so messed up. Sounds like a mind fuck. Yeah, it's a really huge mind fuck. So you have Sounds to navigate through like this underwater like... facility, and there's like these robots and AIs and monsters that patrol, and you gotta evade. Um, there's a there's like a couple creatures that stalk you. Um, and you just gotta discover the mysteries of this underwater facility and it's, it's really cool mm. it's got really great reviews um yeah and, and I think it's, it's a bit of a short game I think it's like 12-13 hours of gameplay but it's been getting great reviews so I, I need to pick it up um how much does it cost I think like 24-25 dollars oh
0: that's not Yo,
1: too bad that's, yeah that's not bad and at all. It's, uh, it's for uh, Steam, PC, and Playstation 4 I might look into it is it on Mac
2: it's on Mac. It's <laughs> yeah. on PS4. PS4, man. You got a, you got one of those. Right? I know,
0: but I kind of I don't know. I kind of want to play that game like up close and personal uh, on my Mac. I see what you're saying. In the dark. In the dark. I'm just.
2: So we got a, a few minutes left. Do you want to wrap with something? Or? Uh.
1: Well, Saturday was uh, Batman Day.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That happened.
1: So, did you guys do anything special to celebrate?
2: Well, I picked up the Batman Day comic, and I was a little disappointed with it. It's free, so I can't really complain too much, but it's essentially just the endgame, like, issue one of Endgame, and then there's, like, an eight-page preview of Batman and Robin Eternal, which I guess is cool, but I don't really care. Mm. Um, it seemed to, Last year's Batman Day, that comic was great, because it was just all new material, and it was, like, like one-shots. Yeah, this one seems more like marketing. Like, please buy volume one of Endgame, and please start buying Batman and Robin Eternal.
1: Last year, more like a marketing thing. Last year's Batman's Batman Day's comic was was also like very special to me because they actually credited Bill Finger on the comic, um, yeah. which is a huge thing because like oh Bob Kane for like decades always got the credit for Batman, and finally there's this this escalating movement to give more props to all the incredible work that Bill Finger did. And actually, um, there was another piece of news that came out uh, in the past week where DC Entertainment promises to include Bill Finger credits into more of their movies and to a Gotham TV show and stuff. So that's, that's a big win for Bill Finger.
0: Got something else. Gotham Season 1 is actually on Netflix now.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was watching... So you haven't watched Gotham? I was watching oh I always binge watching that part of today I think I'm like episode 7 or 8 um. dude
0: Gotham is like I remember raging about it in the first like like the first few months of our podcast I was just like yo this show sucks this show sucks but after the uh the mid season break like that show picks up like fucking crazy yeah yeah it got really good Starts, uh, I guess, because they want to introduce all the characters first and then show them go insane, which is fine. But the way that they were going about it was like too slow for me.
1: For me, um, like I refused for so long to watch Gotham. I think I talked about this before on the podcast where I had this irrational hatred for the show because because um, it I wasn't like then? I felt like Kevin Smith and Paul Dini's idea for like a. TV show about Bruce Wayne before he was Batman show was kind of jacked, because it was, if you if you listen to Fat Man and Batman, which is a great podcast by Kevin Smith, look up the episode Shadow of the Bat with Paul Dini, where over the course of an episode, Kevin Smith and Paul Dini create the greatest pitch ever for a show that, that could have been what Gotham was, but I digress. Anyway, so I've been watching the show, and it was kind of slow beginning, but I'm re- I'm really enjoying it, and I love the penguin. Penguin so far is my all-time favorite character.
0: So yeah, penguin. Yeah. The actor for penguin is like really, really good. Mm-hmm. He is probably one of my favorite characters, and I don't know, man. The dude who plays Edward, he is just
1: amazing. Yeah, I love Edward. He's he's really he's quirky, like though.
0: creepy, but he's like. Try not to be creepy, but he's still fucking creepy. Mm-hmm. He's perfect. It's
1: great. It's great. And um, I'm, really, I'm really interested whether what they're going to do with season two because it's, from what I'm hearing, they're going to ramp up more focus on the villains uh, for the second season.
0: I feel they need to. Yeah.
1: So, I think, but the, we'll I think see. the villains it, are the most I interesting think, part, to be honest. So. I think
0: Gotham starts, like, next week.
1: Yeah. Oh, really?
0: Cool. I think it's next week. Or the week after. I know Flash and Arrow start the week after next. Oh, Man.
2: snap. So much TV. We're going to have to make some room for the TV back on the show. We will. That starts. we got to, like, somehow balance. We have to balance, I don't know how we're going to do that, but the games and the comics and the fucking TV. We've got to figure something out.
0: We got this. <sighs> we're the Super Nerd Pals. Super Nerd yeah. Pals.
2: For me, last year's Batman Day was a lot better because it felt more like a celebration This year feels more like, you know...
0: Yeah, we even got, like, the Batman masks. Yeah, exactly. It felt like more... Those shits were
2: awesome. It felt like a celebration of Batman as, like, a character. And this felt more like a marketing kind of thing. Where it's like, oh, a tweet about Batman Day. And, like, buy a Batman. Even
0: at my job, it was like, if you buy something DC-related, you get the free Batman Day comic.
2: Yeah. Hmm. I also... I bought a... Sprinkles Batman Cupcake sprinkles, good. sprinkles had like this one day only series of Batman cupcakes, and I got the dark chocolate one.
0: Is sprinkles, the place we you got that uh, that bacon cupcake, the maple bacon. Yes, oh,
2: they're nice. the same people who did the bake the maple bacon cupcake. They make a return. Yeah, Standard they made was a delicious. return with the it Batman. It? Du- it was really good for a dark chocolate cupcake. I'm not really a cupcake person, but it was, dark, it was dark, dark really, chocolate. Really? Yeah. I loved dark bitter. chocolate. It was good. They had yeah. um. They had red, red Velvet, which is like, Amateur Hour. Sorry. I love Red Velvet. I'm oh, sorry, Amateur Civil Hour. Civil War. <laughs> Man, people did not.
0: Is that how is that how the Civil War meme starts? Exactly. It's gonna be it's gonna
2: be Captain dark America. chocolate. Red dark Velvet. chocolate. Tony Stark, Red, red Velvet. Velvet,
0: Civil War.
2: Yeah. Um. I really liked it. But um, there was a sign when I got to Sprinkles, it was like the first 100 customers to show up dressed as Batman got to get a cupcake for free. I'm like, they didn't fucking say that. (laughs) I showed up and I'm like, oh fuck. I bet you zero people showed up dressed as Batman. I could have walked right in and walked out with a cupcake for free, but I had to pay. Like,
1: wh- what's their, what's their qualifications for Batman? Like, just, like, just the cow, the mask, or full galia, Or, like, just a guy?
2: Well, they showed a picture of a Sprinkles employee with just the, um, Batman 66 mask on. So, I was like, I could have just rolled in with a, with a I mask. I have the costume. I have the whole costume. I could have just rolled in with the mask if I knew. But I, I didn't know beforehand, so I had to buy the cupcake. or you know, whatever. Well, that's on them. That's on
1: them for faulty PR. I would have just I walked know. in and threw me.
0: Does that that work? Does that qualify? Give me a
1: cupcake.
0: Like, who the fuck are you on, Batman? Uh, duh. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Alright guys, are we done for the week? Yeah, we're done for the week. I promise one day we will talk about TV shows. It's gonna happen. We just keep running out of time.
1: Yeah, Fear the Walking Dead's getting no love. We're like three episodes behind, so...
0: Fear the Walking Dead is like... I have a love and hate for it, but... I don't know. We'll figure that out with tonight's episode.
2: and Hopefully by next week there'll be less Metal Gear talks so you can t- you have time to talk about your TV shows. I just can't get enough of that game, man. Welcome to Nerd Pals,
1: your number one Metal Gear podcast.
2: Hell yeah, if I could do that, man, I'd, I'd do that. <laughs> I'd, I'd do a Metal Gear podcast. Fuck that. Stay, let's start one. It'll
1: yeah. we'll be like a Patreon exclusive. Patreon exclusive? <laughs> Metal Gear Pals. Metal Gear Pals. Super <laughs> MGS Pals. Eventually
2: I will stop talking about Metal Gear. No no, no. don't make promises as...
1: you can't keep Stan. That's sacrilege. See.
0: Anyway Amen. guys, thank you guys for listening. I'm Andy. You can find me on Twitter at SweetJustice One. You can find Stan
1: on Twitter at
2: Stan Doom. Doom you can find
1: Chris on Twitter. Doom yeah. <laughs> Doom. You can find me on Twitter Doom. at Kyo Ninja for Hire. That's K Y O Ninja for Hire. Uh, Doom. Doom Doom? Doom. Ooh.
2: Please guys Rate us Very highly On iTunes Give us five stars So we get more People to hear us And Re- Recommend us to peeps yeah, yeah yeah Tell your friends about us If you don't like Share- us I don't know why you listen this long But uh, tell your friends Who might Share and so. subscribe
1: You can find us On iTunes SoundCloud And Stitcher And join our Facebook group At Facebook.com Slash Group slash Supernerd You, you remember this find us website <laughs> At And we also have an Instagram. So, supernerdpals on Instagram.
0: I forget we have an Instagram.
2: <laughs>
1: You're bad. <laughs> cool. All right, guys. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Have guys a good night. Listening.